0: Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, September fifth, 2021, and released on Sunday, September 19, 2021. This week's message is titled, Changing Our Nation, One Child at a Time, and the scripture reference is Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verse 19. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back relax, and enjoy the sermon.
1: My message today is changing our nation one child at a time. If you read with me in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse number 19. And ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Rises up. Dear Lord, we come to you in prayer at this time, Father. I want to thank you for the blessings you've given us, Father. I want to ask that you bless the message now, that it will be honoring and glorifying to you. In your precious name I pray, amen. Abraham Lincoln once said, the strength of a nation lies in the people, in the homes of the people. Based upon President Lincoln's statement, Our nation has become very weak. A huge percentage of our kids today grow up in single-parent homes. They have no mom and dad to look up to as they grow into being adults. As a result, many of these kids, they turn to gang activity in their cities. This is why the church and Christians need to step up We must pass on the truth of God's word, holy word, to our young generation. We need to be a godly example in word and in deed to the children. If we work hard at helping these kids, we can change our nation one child at a time. The American home, unfortunately, has been disintegrating. What are our children being taught? Children that are growing up without a mother and father in a home are rarely taught anything from the Bible. Children know nothing of Christian virtues that we try to live by. And many times what these children are taught comes from their peer group, the gangs and stuff like that. Now, there are exceptions to these statements, folks. I don't want you to think that I believe all single parents are this way. Dr. Ben Carson and his brother grew up in a single mother's home in Detroit, Michigan. She was a very godly woman who taught her children values that were pure. She did this while she was working three jobs to support her family. So folks, it don't have to be that way, but unfortunately, most of the time, children don't get this kind of education at home. Education across America is in a terrible mess. Most schools have removed discipline from the classroom. I know, I I substituted for three years, and I threatened to hang a few. They wouldn't let me touch them, though. So, I, was, I spent half my time trying to teach, sending them to the principal's office. It's, uh, it wasn't very fun. They teach lies in science. They refuse to teach history today in school. and schools do not put enough emphasis on math and English, most graduates from high school and I say this as being a former employer, they cannot write a simple sentence or a paragraph. A large number of these graduates cannot even fill out a job application. It is sad what our schools have become. And our children are floundering. For you folks that might not know what that word means, floundering means you're in deep water and you don't know how to swim. That's when you flounder. You start hollering for help. Many children are deprived of what some children take for granted. Many kids go to bed hungry because their parent or parents spend what money they get on drugs or alcohol. These same kids do not get enough rest. So they sleep in class when they do go to school the next day. Diet and rest, and I know this as an educator, they go in hand in hand in a child's learning ability. If a child does not eat a proper diet, he's not going to be able to learn as well as if he did eat a proper diet. If that child's not getting at least eight hours sleep at night, he's going to be tired in school the next day. That's the reason why, until I was in the ninth grade, my bedtime was eight o'clock at night. My mama was guaranteed I got eight. Of course, I had to give it five milk cows, but she always made sure I went to bed at eight o'clock every night. These children are not living a happy, childhood and that's the reason why these backpacks for kids is so important I know Sherry's been helping uh, with that this food that these kids get might be the only food that they will have the only so that's why they end up turning to gang activities and drugs just as children I mean we have 4th and 5th graders that already have drug problems They're already involved in gangs. It's terrible, folks. Young people don't know which way to turn. These kids, they have a horrible home life. They have a horrible school life. And just as a child, they were at a crossroads in their life. What did they do? Did they become a good citizen or a bad citizen? Did they become a drug addict or did they stay clean? Will they turn to a life of crime and drugs, which will destroy their life? Or will someone step into the mentor, of this child, to make something of their life? I believe, truly, with all my heart, that most kids are good, basically within. It's their environment that changes them. The environment they live in will direct their path in life. Now this is where Christians then need to step in and help. Young people, they need the help of God to live a clean and pure life. Peer pressure is so great, you'll never know unless you're a teenager. If you remember that, back that for adults. It is so hard for kids to, to resist the temptations offered to them by their friends and relatives. This is why they get into drugs, alcohol, and premarital sex. A young person might not have any trouble telling you or me no. They, they'll, you know, we're just people. We'll say no. But they won't tell their friends no. They will do what their friends encourage them to do. If we as Christians can get these kids involved in church, we have a chance to redirect their life in the right way. This is why our youth programs at our church are so important, or any church, but particularly our church. I'm proud of our youth programs. It starts with our Sunday school classes. We have great teachers. I can guarantee you, if kids get to go into our Sunday school classes, They're going to keep going all the time. They love it. They love it dearly. And Miss Kathy and Amanda, they work so well with these little ones to get them to do the different things that they need to do. Uh, I'm proud of our teachers. This is why a bus ministry is so important to a church. Some of the kids at our church would never get to come if not for our bus, picking them up. We have a great children's church for our kids. You know, we always look at our crowd in here, and it's pretty good most of the time, a little down today maybe, but out there we've got another, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 maybe. Uh, so, you know, it's they're being taught the same time that you are. And our older youth department is second to none. I'd put them up against anybody's. If these kids get involved in our youth programs, their peer pressure will improve tremendously. Temptations that a young person sees and hears is so great today. Something that you and I, anybody in 50 and above would know We didn't have the things that kids have today. Kids have all these gadgets, they've got cell phones. At a very early age, I've seen kids barely able to walk and they're sitting there watching a movie on their cell phone. Uh, They watch these movies, they play video games constantly, and they become addicted to these electronic gadgets. So much so that most of these movies and games are filled with bad language, and sexual temptations. So these kids grow up thinking that that kind of language is okay. The violent games that the kids play on these get They give the kids a total disregard for life. They say that's where most of our young people who become mass murderers, that's where it happened. It started with watching these video games. They had no respect for life. Most music the kids listen to is filled with foul language, and much of this music promotes Satan, homosexuality, and illicit lifestyles. Actually, when I was a youth pastor, took one song that Kiss did one time, and they was able to play it backwards. It says, we hate Jesus Christ. It's terrible. We need to replace these temptations with a Christian lifestyle. Only Jesus Christ can protect our young people. That's all. If we can get these children into church, share the gospel with them, and lead them to Christ, we have already helped that child tremendously. Once saved, they have the Holy Spirit living within them. And this Holy Spirit will help guide them in life. Jesus can protect these young people. Jesus can convict them from doing wrong before they do it. The Holy Spirit directs a child in the right path. And Jesus can keep our young people from getting involved in world's ways. Jesus Christ, living in the hearts of young people, helps prevent suicides, crime, and addictions. We need to share Jesus with all young people that we can. Because, folks, if we work at it, we can change one child at a time. Every child we can help, glory be, that's the way it should be. Who in your home or life can you help? Ask yourself that question. This is a question that I believe that we should all ask ourselves, regardless of age. It does not matter what our age is. We should reach out and be a Christian influence to any young person that we can. Vicki and I have worked for kids most of our life. Several times, We tried to help kids by letting them move in with us, uh, helping them any way we could, giving them a place to go when home life got so unbearable they couldn't stand it. And we become attached to those kids and they become attached to us. Today, some of those former kids are still part of our life. And I think they always will be. Prayerfully, and carefully teach a young person God's truth and way. There are two groups that immediately come to mind. First of all, all of our teachers who work with kids in our church. You have a more long-time chance to be an influence in a child's life than anybody else other than their parents, even and more so than their school teachers. You can literally change a child's life forever, teachers. Keep up the good work. Another group that is so important with the opportunity to change lives are our VBS workers. Now, you have a short-term influence on the kids because you're just there with them for a week. But still, it's very important. VBS is one very hard week of work. If you think it's a piece of cake, you ain't been to VBS. (laughs) It's a lot of hard work. But it is so rewarding when you see lives change forever. On our salvation night this week in VBS, we had 16 souls saved. And that's precious, folks. Some people that attend VBS, that'll be the last time they ever hear the gospel. And your ministry is so important if you work in VBS. And let's not forget you, parents. No one, not me, not a teacher, no one has more influence over your child than you, parents. Take your job seriously, parents, teaching your child to live by Christian values. Then we need to ask God to help us be godly examples in word and in deed. Your greatest witness and testimony is the way you live, folks. We should not have to tell someone that we are a Christian. It ought to be very plain. The way we live, should shout out to the world that we are a Christian. And I'll guarantee you this, the young people that you have an opportunity to be an influence with will see your example of how you live and how to be a Christian. A young person remembers what they see, not what they hear. So it's so important to live that Christian testimony in front of the kids. So folks, we have an awesome responsibility to help every young person that we plan. They are crying to be helped, and we can change our nation for the better, one child at a time. We can do that. God help us all to be what we should be. Let's pray. dearly Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us the kids to work with. We love our kids here at Happy Valley. We want to get more. We want to share the gospel. We want to see souls saved. And we want to grow the church for generations to come. Dear Lord, be with us now in our invitation time. Bless us in your precious name I pray. Amen.
0: I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com hvbcnm. That is facebook.com hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. If you would like to receive text alerts to your phone with announcements and prayer requests, you can send a text to 81010 with at hvbcnm in the body of the text. If you have any trouble with getting signed up, please ask for help from Christina or Dan. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9 30 a.m., and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We now offer the option to listen to the sermon during Sunday morning services over your car's FM radio. Thank you, and God bless.